Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Tune Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's the start of another look at another chart. Uh, could take two weeks, could take three weeks. It's definitely not going to be a one-weeker because I've had a sneak preview oh, from it's, the... It's uh, a fucking... The, you, you, we, the blob has fucking absolutely smashed it. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, well, without further ado, let's just ask the pop blob to uh, tell us which chart we're going to be looking at. Wow. 5th of June, 1990. Summer of 1990 is like, oh. I mean, it, it wasn't the summer of 96, but I tell you no. what, it was close. Well, I it turned 18 in the summer of 1990. <clears throat> I've got very strong memories of, well, I haven't got that strong memories. I've got a lot of uh, blank periods in my memory of this era because, uh, yes, <laughs> I turned 18. <clears throat> and Alcohol you- was a... Yeah. Very close friend of mine. And uh, as were the nightclubs. I just finished doing my year levels. Oh. Um, the rest of my life stretched out in front of me. I had no idea what I was going to do. And I uh, just enjoyed the summer. World Cup, Italian 90. Oh, what a summer. This was a fucking... I was 15, but what a summer. Italian 90, such spectacular memories and mm-hmm. great music. And yeah, just being a teenager having a fucking great time in many ways it was the amuse bouche to euro 96 a few years later i do think there was a similar vibe in the air 1990 there was a special vibe in the air wasn't there well italia 90 made football cool again which it hadn't been yeah that kind of was it was the the seeds were sown for what became euro 96 i.e. the greatest period of your life. Quite. I remember going into <clears throat> England before one of the England games. There was such a fever around it all of a sudden. And even the Face magazine had on their fashion pages people in football shirts, which even a year previously would have been anathema to like the style press. Do you know what I mean? It, it mm, sort yeah. of like... And, it, and uh, I remember Kate Moss before she was Kate before she was famous she was just a young model who was 16 was on the cover of the face and she was wearing this t-shirt that they that they got made up you can probably still get them somewhere I might try and get one do you remember non alla Valencia yes 
and they were great weren't they that was the thing that the italians started uh creating and then people started wearing them around london it was just no to violence because they were trying no, to violence, discourage thank you very much if you please yeah, yeah they were trying to they were basically thought we'll make a stylish t-shirt that will discourage the british from coming <laughs> and having fights in our beautiful country and to be fair i do think that the world cup in uh italy in 1990 did go off without much trouble um but I do remember my my aunt saying that in Sardinia, where I think England played some of their games, yeah, they went. Some of the local kids went down to the harbour to watch the English getting off the boats, and she, you know my aunt's English but lives in Italy, and she's like, "Why are you all going to the harbour? What do you want to see?" And I said, mm. "We're here to look at the hooligans," and they went and looked at them like <laughs> animals coming off a ship. <laughs> they were going, "Ege hooligan, ege hooligan." Uh, so that yeah. was the vibe. But yeah, I mean, God, it yeah, was amazing because they put they they deliberately put England on the island of Sardinia. They did, yeah, like Leper Island. Them, yeah, I don't think there was any riots, was there? In no, I think it was. I mean, there might have been bits and bobs, but I think that it was um, a. I think it was a World Cup that sort of went went by without major incident. I think the Italian the police were so fucking tooled up. I think they're pretty forthright. Yeah, they were like, listen. And also, let's be honest, the Mafia run a lot of stuff in Italy, right? Yeah. In 1990, they were still very much in control of things, and I don't think they would have shown much tolerance for a bunch of fucking lads from Stoke turning up, pissed up on skull, sunburnt, and pissing in the street, pissing on a bit of old Roman, ancient Roman architecture. They weren't going to stand for that, and nor should they have done. Yeah, quite right. In the same same uh, subject, I've just started watching Gomorrah again, which is all oh, episodes of that are now back on Sky. I, I only got sort of two thirds through the first series and mm. it disappeared, so I'm back on that again. I feel I could probably get into it this time. Yeah, well, Nap- sure. Napoli yeah. just won the league for the first time since was it? I think 1990 or 91 was the last time they won it, and there does seem something sort of significant about the fact that Argentina won the World Cup and then Napoli. Mm won the league uh, all just you know what a couple of years after old Diego dropped dead yeah it, it's something Ghost and, XXL exactly and um, and of course uh, Gamora is all set in Naples and if you keep watching through till series three the Naples hooligan firm become heavily involved in the story so lovely little heads stuff. up for you there lovely stuff um and yeah, I think Maradona could quite possibly be in heaven now. Oh yeah, pulling the strings along with the Queen, and that's that's a lovely thought. A good duo there to have uh, directing us down here. Um, so yeah, it's June nineteen ninety. Uh, sort of talking of riots, we, we'd have had riots. Poll tax. Um, the poll tax riots was just before, wasn't it? A Classic before, riot. I think. Another brilliant Great thing riot, about this yeah. summer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and a couple of weeks, I think, before this chart will have been when um, Sunderland got to the playoff final, uh, championship playoff final. Against? And we lost 1-0 to Swindon. Ah! Ozzy Ardiles is Swindon. Fucking and we lost, hell, that's annoying, isn't we it? We still got promoted because of financial irregularities. Uh. And that was announced during a World Cup match. I remember that because we were in the, the 147 Snooker Club in Sunderland, me and a couple of pals, one of my mates worked there behind the bar. And Des Lynham announced that Sunderland had been granted promotion and Swindon had been relegated to 
the third division or the third tier. Oh, how fat. Whatever it was. Imagine if a club got relegated because of financial irregularities to I the mean, third tier. The, yeah. these, what club What club could that be? <laughs> hmm. Wow, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll see over the next couple of years. What happened, obviously? Yeah, no one's getting Different relegated. Times. Yeah, It's only fucking Swindon. Um, so, yeah, and we, we broke out the cigars in celebration. Did you? Which weren't big fat cigars. Yeah, they were just like Hamlets. Cigarillos. We each had a Hamlet, yeah. Let's have a Hamlet. <laughs> we were fucking 18. Yeah, let's have a Hamlet. Because we're back in the big time. Um... Yeah, let's have a look at the chart then, I reckon. The 10th of June, 1990. We'll do a chart run down from 40 all the way to number one, see what we can make of it. Um, chart entry at number 40 for Diana Brown and Barry K. Sharp. A couple of spelling mistakes there. He's got an I-E on the end of Barry and an E on the end of Sharp. And uh, this song's called The Master Plan. And if Sharp's been put in charge of writing The Master Plan, it's going to need to be spell-checked, put it that way. Met a lovely couple from Stoke on my holidays in Portugal last year called Diana and Barry, who were actually uh, great, great fun. Great fun. Loads, almost too much fun. There was an evening in the Did jacuzzi. Did you uh, end where, up spending uh, time with them into the small hours, uh, was perhaps a, in their hotel room? There was a night in the jacuzzi where drink was taken and uh, we all did things that we enjoyed at the time, but probably we never repeat. Massively um, regret now, but you know, it was well, all consensual. Let's uh, let's just uh, blame it on uh, blame it on the Algarve. Thirty nine reputation. That was something that was damaged that night in the Algarve. I can tell you, it's by Dusty Springfield, who I'm uh, hearing strong rumours is a lesbian. So um, good luck to her, I suppose. Incredible, incredible She's stuff. Kept that under her hat. Yep. For so long. Uh, no, doubt, under a, no doubt. No doubt a, a flat cap uh, is the hat she favours, <laughs> I believe. That's the preferred headwear of the modern lesbian. And I'm fine with uh, that, by the way. Yep, that's a match with her dungarees that she parades around in. And her tankard uh, of ale and pipe that she enjoys smoking. <laughs> and a very, very bristly moustache. Dr. Um, Martin boots, no doubt. But anyway... <laughs> Spends a lot of time in her allotment. <laughs> um, you at number 38 is Maureen. Uh, thinking of you, my first wife was called Maureen. She turned out to be a lesbian as well. Bit yeah. of a coincidence there. My second wife was called Maureen, as well, you she know. She was Dusty Springfield. And uh, she was the one in the jacuzzi with myself, Diana and Barry that night. Um, probably one of the reasons that led to our eventual divorce. 37. <laughs> An outfit from Los Angeles in the United States called themselves NWA. Careful. Careful. I don't know what that stands for, and I don't want to bloody know what it stands for. (laughs) They've written a song called Express Yourself, and I would really much rather they didn't. I'm I'm not a man who believes in censorship, but I think we all have our limits when it comes to decency. And I would put a ban on men like this expressing anything about their lives or their inner feelings. I think self-censorship is the way forward, and it's a shame that these men can't see that and act accordingly. I've looked into them. Too far, too soon. One of them calls himself a doctor. I checked it out. (laughs) He has zero qualifications. (laughs) Let's just move on. I'm not even going to aggravate them by bad. Let's not poke the wasp's nest. No, Let's just say that. 
the chart entry at number 36. It's Max I Priest, and he wants to be close to you. Well, I'd prefer you kept your de- distance from me, Max I. Um, but, you know, I can't speak for all the ladies out there who you're no doubt addressing. And number 35. His full name, of course, is, his full name, of course, is Maximum Priesthood. <laughs> and number 35. It's Beats International, um, giving themselves a name that tries to imply that they have some sort of global diplomatic reach, where, in fact, uh, <laughs> I hear they're just some, uh, an awful pop outfit from Brighton. Uh, they've got a song called Won't Talk About It. I can tell you, the less said about this song, the better. Well, of course, one of them used to be in that scruffy group from Hull, the House Martins, yeah. who sullied the charts a while ago. He's, uh, he's He's been sacked by them, I believe, and now he's taken up the uh, the old DJ turntable music that they're all into these days. Yeah. Which, of course, isn't music at all, because they're taking the music of other people, putting on a turntable, and just going, wicky, 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 wicky. Lazy well, man. rubbish. Lazy man's music. Layabout music. Scum. Uh, these are the sort of people that Norman Tebbit um, tried to eradicate. <laughs> still at number 34, Gary Moore, uh, crater-faced guitar hero with uh, Still Got the Blues, brackets for you. That's probably because she left you because your face looks like a quarry, Mr. Moore. Right, no offence, Gary, you're a hell of a guitarist, but come on, man. What do you Jesus expect? Jesus Christ. Uh, woman can't wake up to the sight like that every morning. Sorry, mate. I'm a little bit of a frog in my throat. I was on the Hamlets last night. Um, I must have. I, it, it was a late one. I had eight, eight, eight or nine Hamlets, a, a whole packet, and then started a second <laughs> packet. Um, I don't know what came over me. Uh, number thirty-three. It was a, my divorce. My fourth divorce came through, so I was celebrating. Number thirty-three. <laughs> Opposites attract. Uh, not sure that's entirely true. I myself, when I look for my fifth wife, which I will be commencing that search shortly, uh, I think fifth time around, the most important thing is I look for someone who shares the exact same cultural tastes and political viewpoints as me. Because life's too Absolutely. short to have any kind of debate with a woman. Uh, especially one who you're making love with. Um, anyway, this song is by someone called Paula Abdul with the wild pair. I tell you what, I've seen a video and she's got a pretty wild pair. She wants to get herself a sports bra if she's going to dance like that. No, I'm quite happy with the way she conducts herself. <laughs> let, her, let her be, I say. Let them roam free. But, uh, of course, her uh, opposite half on that song is a fucking cartoon. Yeah, which is disgusting. ridiculous. I don't know who that's supposed to appeal to. I don't believe it's in interbreeding between human flesh and animated characters. It was started by that awful film, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I didn't agree with it then. I attempted to have it banned. I failed. And now look, it's in the fucking charts. Where will it end? Uh, that song is dedicated to my almost third wife who was at the time my fiance until I found out that she'd once stood for the local council for the Labour Party and uh, our union was broken immediately um, in at number 32 it's a new entry it's Guru Josh and uh, he says whose law brackets is it anyway it's the fucking government's law Guru Josh and if you don't like it 
Go and live somewhere else. Move to fucking France. Uh, that said, I had a lovely Guru Josh last night at the Star of Bombay in my local high street. That's where the, cele- the divorce celebrations commenced. Um, I was alone. It's- I prefer to celebrate that way. It was out of choice. I've got plenty of friends who I want to spend time with them. I chose not to. I went for a... Yeah. I had a Guru Josh and some Bombay potatoes. Uh, and naan, a pint of Kingfisher and eight hamlets. And it was a great night. So... To the guys uh, over at the Star of Bombay in Walton-on-Thames, all I can say is thanks for another cracking night. Sometimes you just got to celebrate alone, don't you? It's the only way you Think can really savour the joy uh, without other Reflect. people interfering with my thought patterns. <laughs> Which, let's face it, is what friends tend to do. Friends have their place, let's be honest. Usually it's in their own homes. I could have picked up the telephone and got any number of people, including any, some very easily. famous people, to come and join me yep. for a Hamlet and uh, Guru Josh. But yep. I, it was my decision. I thought, no, I'm going out, and the guys at the Star of Bombay will be all the company I require tonight. They give me a very pleasant and respectful, yes, sir, no, sir. That's all I really needed. Because yep. that's, to be honest, that's the kind of attitude that had been missing in my marriage. Absolutely. I mean, I would have volunteered to come out and celebrate with you, but I was busy refereeing at the local badminton club, uh, the mixed yeah. doubles tournament. I know how important so that I is to you, mate. I couldn't have made it. Oh, what's next, then? 31. 31. Girl to girl by the 49ers. Oh, hello. Well, where, hello. Do we begin, where do we begin with this? Girl to girl is taking me back to that jacuzzi and my Maureen in the Algarve back in 1983. Uh, but I tell you what, it wasn't it wasn't 49ers that were going on that night. You're 20 out if you catch my drift. Let's leave it there. Yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You've been around the block a few times yourself. Uh, a quick note to Paula Abdul. That's girl to girl, not girl to drawing of a cat. <laughs> you disgusting, massive-breasted bitch. <laughs> that's sixth place at number 30. Sam Brown uh, with Kissing Gate. Well, Sam, uh, I knew your father, Joe, back in the <laughs> 1960s, and uh, I think I met you when you were about seven or eight, uh, and I certainly wouldn't have taken you to the Kissing Gate then, but now... Very much so, yes, please. Uh, I would, of course, call Joe for his consent first out of just respect for the man and his body of work. Um, I'm sure Joe would have given it full consent. Funnily enough, we shared a girlfriend in the 60s and uh, we must have both been at the kissing gate because one of us gave the other one of us herpes (laughs) and it's still lurking about today. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) saying it was you, Joe, but I'd uh, never had it before. Anyway, it's all in the past now and all good matey banter. At number 29... Oh, clear it, up, yeah. You, no, no, it is recurring. You can never cure herpes. Ah. Can't cure it, oh. mate. Nothing you can do. I even... I went to California to see a specialist, paid him an absolute fortune, made not a blind bit of difference. Uh, although I am going to China next year to try and have something called acupuncture, where, as I understand, they'll be sticking needles into my arse and lips to try and do away with the herpes <laughs> once and for all. <laughs> But uh, whether it's a final throw of dice, to be honest. Um, Wish you the best of luck with sounds that, like a load of, Sounds like the sort of thing you'd see in one of those Indiana Jones movies. load of old nonsense. But what are you going to do in a position like mine? I can't go around with weeping sores on my lips. I'm a single man now. I'm back on Gotta the dating scene. 
Uh, 29, cover girl by those horrible American chaps uh, with the gorgeous skin complexion. I have to hand that to them. And a couple of them have incredible asses too. I don't know if you noticed that when they're in the studio. Uh, new kids yep. on the block. Yep, I've very much noticed. Uh, something to aspire to, I think. Absolute. Uh, like, it looked like they were constantly clenching, but they weren't. That was just how it was, naturally. Yeah, they just they just lie like that, don't they? Almost, I almost call their asses perma. They were perma clenched. And I said to them, is there a particular Wild exercise scenes. you do? And they said, no, buddy, this is just the way God made me. Oh, I was absolutely livid. Livid with jealousy. That's California. Yeah. California for you. Good genes. Jalapeño. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Okay, back to the subject of massive tits. Uh, number 28, <laughs> standing still. It's touched by the hand of Chicolina oh. by Populate itself. Chicolina, of course, is the massive-breasted Italian model who, uh, I don't know if she appears on this song or not. I've got no desire to hear it. She's certainly on the cover itself. of the record. She's on the cover of the record. That's enough for me. But uh, Pop will eat itself, and if there are other songs or anything to go by, it'll then shit itself out and then eat its own shit. At 27, talking of uh, from big breasts to cone-shaped breasts, it's Madonna. Um, and she's singing about the magazine Vogue. Um, a disgusting and pretentious <laughs> publication. Um, typical that she'd try and espouse its virtues, probably taking backhanders from Condé Nast Publishing, I'd imagine. 258 worthless pages for nine UK sterling pounds. It's unbelievable. I don't know how they get away with it. Scandalous. The funny thing is, Maureen uh, used to do, I mean, subscribe that- to it, and I found that the uh, money was leaving my account. And I wouldn't have minded, but Maureen, I said to Maureen, I wouldn't mind you spending all this money on these style magazines, but why is it that you still dress like a sack of shit? She didn't like that, and that was actually quoted in the divorce proceedings. (laughs) I tried to withhold her collection of folks, which I intended to burn on the divorce night, but uh, unfortunately she did regain custody of them. On the divorce pyre. (laughs) <laughs> that you'd assembled. <laughs> Which, by the way, I <laughs> lit. The, uh... I planned on lighting with one of my hamlets. <laughs> my celebratory hamlets. <laughs> Once all the I's had been dotted and the T's crossed. <laughs> uh, I mean, Vogue magazine, looking at it, there's more reading in the Daily Mail's weekend magazine on a Saturday, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that's free. That's only got 78 pages. That's, that's free. free. 
You buy the newspaper, obviously, unless you um, slip it out from the tetherings of the newspaper and smuggle it into your jacket and out. Uh, I find that my local Sainsbury's is very uh, conducive to doing that. Um, don't, don't quote me on it, though. Down six places at number 26, it's the long-haired arse from America, Michael Bolton, with How Can We Be Lovers? Quite. Well, I'm not surprised you can't find a lover, Michael, because you look like a fucking fox. <laughs> and not in a good way. Not like the sexy fox out of uh, Disney's rendition of Robin Hood. Uh, and that, exactly. Who, by the way, he had a lovely ass as well, didn't he? That fox. Didn't he, he just? He, he could have been a new kids past, on yeah. the block, no problem whatsoever. Uh, Michael Bolton, though, terrible looking man. Um, and yeah, how can we be lovers? How could anyone love a man like that? And number 25, it's the B-52s, a band from America who named themselves after bombs. Um, they've got a song called Rome. Two lovely women, a couple of talented musicians and a a special needs kind of a character who looks like the elderly stay-at-home son of a record executive or a competition winner who's allowed to join the band, maybe on an episode of Jim Will Fix It. He just leaps around and shouts things, uh, embellishing uh, yeah. otherwise quite lovely pop music. Strange business. Yeah, I, I gave this one a try. I thought maybe they'd, uh, you know, put him on the subs bench for once, but no, he's there front and centre, yeah. howling away. Yeah. Disgraceful. Uh, the subs usually start without him, and you're hopeful that he's disappeared or been locked up in a home. <laughs> uh, just as your, your toes are starting to have a little tap, suddenly there he is in his there leopard skin uh <laughs> Drape jackets leaping about in his brothel creepers and shouting his head off into the camera. Really disappointing. <laughs> Down two places at number 24, it's Jane Child with Don't Wanna Fall in Love. No idea what this is about, but uh, maybe you should hook up with Michael Bolton because you know, you'd be all right then. He's simi- Not just a falling in love with that cunt. He's similarly desperate. Number 23, Black Box with Everybody, Everybody. They couldn't think of it. They fucking didn't spend long thinking of that title, did they? <laughs> Up 17 places at number 22, Bobby Brown uh, with the Freestyle Megamix. <laughs> I believe that he oh. is the new husband of Whitney Houston, well, uh, which has caused some disappointment around these these parts. Let's just say that. I wish them all the best. And um, I hope that... With his song, The Freestyle Mega Mix, which sounds like a lovely composition, he gets all the success you'd wish upon him. At 21, big fat Italian bastard. <laughs> uh, I've just lost connection with you there very briefly. Let's just see if we can reconnect. Yeah. I've got you now. Um, yeah, uh, up nine places at number 20. It's D Shake with a double A side. Uh, yeah, and the flip side is called Techno Trance. This sounds like music for drug addicts. And uh, the only thing I could do here is to ban it before it gets any higher in the charts. D Shake, I ban ya. Maureen went on the D-Shake plan to try and shed three stone before we went to Portugal the other year. Um, How did it go? It was what she'd spend half the fucking time shitting through the eye of a needle on our toilet, in our upstairs toilet. I wouldn't have minded, but I'd just invested in a new bathroom suite, which had one of those fabric, um, soft-to-the-touch toilet seat covers. 
mm. um, which I thought led a real touch of class to our shitter. But I was absolutely fuming. It was it was Ruined the colour was cheap. avocado green, which I thought oh. really uh, set off the the tangerine Very tiles tasteful. nicely. Um, unfortunately, she ruined it by defecating all over the uh, the plush uh, fabric of the toilet seat who, cover. Uh, can I just, um, it just became matted me. and it stunk. Who was it who invested in that bathroom suite? Was it you or was it stay-at-home layabout Maureen? <laughs> well, a bit of both. It was, uh, let's just say it was her choice, uh, but it was certainly my right. fucking cash that paid for it. She, uh, but I said to her in the divorce, you're welcome. You're welcome to the avocado, the once avocado, now shit brown, covered in your D-shake plan diarrhea. And by the way, love, you didn't lose a single pound, so it was all wasted time. All we've let, all we're left with is a shit matted fucking avocado rug, (laughs) which you can fucking have. And if I have it, it's going, it's going on the divorce pile. Turned out all along that the D&D shake did stand for diarrhea. <laughs> I believe they were exposed on That's Life a few Shit weeks ago. Shit yourself slim. That's what they should have made their fucking slogan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's at number 19, mate? Uh, it's chimes with, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. No, you haven't. If what you're looking for is a half-decent fucking hit. More drug rubbish at number 18. Up 13 places, MC Tunes, uh, who looks like a disgraced mechanic. <laughs> and 808 State, who I believe are one of those, those collectives who just basically press some buttons on a computer uh, and a half-assed uh, tune comes out. Uh, it's called The Only Rhyme. And show off about taking drug pills. Yeah, it's called The Only Rhyme That Bites. And uh, I've got nothing further to say about it other than fuck off. Number 17, Was Not Was. Now, there's a band. Uh, they've done a cover of Papa Was a Rolling Stone. I've got nothing negative to say about this gang. Uh, lovely bunch of lads. They are really great. Had some super times with them over the years. Uh, down three places at number 16, Talk. And indeed, Talk with uh, It's My Life. That sounds like something a bloody 14-year-old would say to you as he stomps up to his bedroom. You could do better than this, Talk Talk. Try harder next time. Number 15, it's the lovely, diminutive, antipodean songstress Kylie Minogue. You may know her better as Charlene or Lenny from Neighbours with a song entitled Better the Devil You Know. Well, quite right, Charlene. You remember I gave you a lot of advice early in your pop career when you first touched down here in Blighty. And uh, I'll admit, in retrospect, uh, some of the things I asked you to do in return for that advice were slightly devilish. I've heard you've moved on since then and dated that horrendous man from In Excess. All I'd say to you about yes. that is, Kylie, it's better the devil you know. You've got my number. And if you haven't, I'll yes, send it I've to you via your record label. Heard that she'd been defenestrated by Hutchins and therefore she is now invalid. <laughs> Onwards to number 14. Uh, down seven places is on Vogue. Now, there's a set of ladies I'd like to get to know a little bit better. To hold on to. Uh, and I know what bits I'd be holding on. on to as well. Honk, honk. Oh, yeah. Honk, honk. <laughs> I'm talking about their boobs, mate. <laughs> the All recipients of, of this week's chart, honk, honk, are on Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> honk honk uh, number 13 new entry for snap exclamation mark with oops up honk honk sorry I can't stop saying it now I'm stop thinking it. about honk honking every member of On Vogue 
Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> now one place at number twelve. It's Eurasia. Uh, they're singing about star. I don't know if it's about Freddie Star or one of the stars in the sky. But who uh, knows? A couple of wonderful homosexual lads. We've had them in the studio a few times. They didn't give us any trouble whatsoever. About. I said, "Listen, you're great fun. I love your flamboyance." Do not think about coming near my backside, even for a playful pinch. <laughs> and they told me it's fine. We respect your boundaries. Um, I think they both, if I'm honest, I could see them eye in me. I think they both found me attractive, but they knew that I just wasn't in the market for that kind of thing. And so we yeah. kept a respectful distance. Great guys. Perhaps the star of this song is actually the brown star. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds plausible, mate. Number 11, Dirty Cash from The Adventures of Stevie V. Sounds like an awful fucking film you have to rent from the corner shop when Good Morning Vietnam is out for the fucking third week running. Who the fuck's got it? I've been waiting three fucking weeks to watch this. Get it back or order another copy from the distributor. Uh, the Adventures of Stevie V. Probably drives around in one of those red cars they have in America and, I don't know, buys milkshakes or something. Shit adventures, more like. Anyway, up 10... Oh, up 13 places at number 10, Wilson Phillips, which I believe are the daughters of Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys and Leslie Phillips, the uh, famous actor. Uh, this is called Hold On. Another one called Hold On. Well, I've seen Wilson Phillips and I've seen On Vogue. I don't know who I'll be holding on to. And it's on Vogue. Uh, honk, honk! I'm sorry, Wilson Phillips, you do not receive this week's honk, honk. You're not even in second place. You're behind Polar Abdul, put it that way. And number nine. A cartoon cat. And his cartoon cat. And he hasn't even got much to honk. <laughs> number nine. Uh, up one place, the charlatans were the only one I know. And I saw their pop promo video. And I can tell you they are a bunch of fucking charlatans. Scruff bags to a man. Disgusting. Look like they're all on drugs. They look like they're on the two worst things that any man can be on. Drugs and the dull. (laughs) (laughs) Down at four places at number eight, Don Pablo's Animals with Venus. Uh, The less we know about this, the better. I don't think... We've already had a cartoon cat. We don't need any more animals. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure... I I won a a decent chunk of change uh, back in a horse called Don Pablo's Animals at Linfield last month each way. Don't know if that horse has anything to do with this this release, but uh, we'll look into it. We've finally got a a racehorse in the top ten. A number seven, a late entrant for this week's Honk Honk Runner-Up. It's oh, Betty oh, Boo, oh. and she's doing the do. I'll do your do, love. Honk, honk. Yeah, honk, honk. Just imagine if Betty Boo joined on Vogue. Wouldn't that be wonderful? That would be heavenly. And, of course, nobody says we can only have one honk, honk in a chart each week. Quite right. That's why we've got two we're, here. We're the bosses. Uh, up 15 places at number six, uh, Roxette. It must have been love. Scandinavian uh, boy-girl duo. Uh, I've got my doubts about the sexuality of the girl, to be quite honest. She's got short, spiky hair, which to me suggests friend of Dusty Springfield. So yeah. uh, no uh, honking from me. Part of the dungaree set. Um, at number five, it's um, Mr. Lord Sir Elton John um, up a whopping 21 places with his new hit, Sacrifice slash Healing Hands. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Wonderful how him and Bernie, who's a great friend of ours, uh, shared many a Hamlet with him sure over the is. years, uh, inserted an extra syllable into the word sacrifice, especially for this song. It's never been done before. Bernie told me that himself. And uh, they have high hopes they'll win an Ivan Novello Award this year just for that alone. Great. The thing about Bernie is he's completely anonymous. He's written all these incredible lyrics for Elton over the years, but no one knows who he is. I was out with him in uh, Tunbridge Wells a while ago, and he said, watch this. And he walked up to a teenager and booted him up the arse. The teenager was enraged. Bernie gave him £30, and it was all over with a few seconds. Nothing he could have done. Incredible. <laughs> what a guy. And I bet you, and knowing Bernie as I do, I bet you he tucked a Hamlet into that teenager's top pocket, gave him a pat on the shoulder, and whispered, you'll learn from this, son. No hard feelings, kiddo. <laughs> You've just been torpid, cunt. Then <laughs> <laughs> he gave him a little wink and sent him on his way with 30 quid and a Hamlet. Oh, that's Bernie. Down, <laughs> down two places at number four, Adamski with Killer. Uh, it's not just Adamski on this, though. Uh, the vocals, the best bit, is done by his friend who's called Mr. Seal. Uh, Mr. Seal sadly hasn't got a credit on this record. Uh, I'd be going straight to my lawyers if I was Mr. Uh, if, Seal. If you're that. listening, Seal, we have some great IP lawyers who we use frequently, sometimes on a weekly basis. Yeah, um, just get in touch. Hook you uh, up I for actually, a finder's fee, obviously. I actually tried to sue Bernie, uh, despite the fact that he's an old pal, for using a catchphrase, uh, which I am pretty sure I invented back in the 70s, which is after booting a t- an unsuspecting teenager up the arse and then furnishing him with 30 <laughs> quid and a cigar, you shout after him once he's 100 yards down the street, <laughs> buy yourself a Cornetto, cunt. <laughs> Now, Bernie's taken to doing that, and it's very funny when he does it. I'd admit that. But I said, Bernie, I did that in Blackpool in 1976. I was pissed out of my mind on Drambuie. And I said that exact line to a teenager who I had just humiliated. And, uh, And everyone laughed. And I put it to you that you've now stolen that line. And for that reason, despite the fact we're very old pals, I will be suing you. And that case is still in motion. Um, no movement at number three for Chad Jackson. With here the drummer, brackets, get wicked. I'd rather not. No, thanks, Chad. Uh, a new entry at number two. Very high new entry for the aforementioned new kids on the block, step by step. I imagine they use one of those step machines to keep their asses in so beautifully toned. Probably about that. Absolutely sensational. You could crack a fucking walnut in those asses. And believe me, I asked them if I could because, as you know, a bowl of walnuts in my dressing room is an essential part of my rider here at the Beep. And I said, lads, just a bit of fun. Why don't you all line up in my uh, dressing room after the show and see uh, who can crack a walnut between their buttocks the fastest? Unfortunately, they had another engagement and couldn't stick around. But uh, we'll try again (laughs) next time. And number one, uh, a horrendous song about some sort of association football tournament that's taking place on the continent. Not interested. It's yesterday's sport. It's a stupid game. It's played by 
thugs, imbeciles, and the underclass. The song's called World in Motion, um, and the band are called England New Order. I've not got an idea who any of the fuckers are. Uh, one of them's a black gentleman who begins rapping at one point, which just just about sums up the way this country's going. And uh, I would say, if you love continental football so much, why don't you fucking stay there? Stay where? Although, stay in continental football. I will give them uh, some uh, kudos because the New Order group are one of the independent groups, I believe, which means, I believe, that they go around selling their records out of the boot of their car rather than in shops. Yeah. So for it to get well, to number one that's the sort of enterprise culture that... It's the kind of enterprise culture that dear Margaret has successfully Absolutely. installed in at least some of our youth. Absolutely. And let's hope that she survives the recent uh, body blow of the poll tax riots and comes back harder and stronger, uh, clamping I, down on I the undesirables of this I nation. Don't believe that the pol- I don't believe in the poll tax riots. Yes, I did see the news images. I believe that was a socialist conspiracy by some of our colleagues here at the BBC. Um, on my local high street in Walton-on-Thames, I didn't see a single brick thrown. It was a normal, <laughs> peaceful weekend. Um, I just believe this was a, a, a setup by by actors, all of whom we know are uh, are scroungers, uh, unemployed leftists. Uh, they would have conspired Absolutely. with the uh, journalists, the communist undercurrent at the BBC newsroom, and pretended there were rights to try and undermine the great successes of Mrs Thatcher and her cabinet. Here, here. Thank you. Thank you. That's your top 40 then, and uh, Sam and Andy will be back next time to discuss it at length. Uh, thank you very much, and goodbye. With their pointless and obnoxious opinions. Arseholes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.